Hi, this is Tabby. I'm in Illinois. And this is Kaylin from Florida. And this is the Tabby and Kaylin podcast. We've been best friends for about 20 years and have been successfully keeping it going since Kaylin moved to Florida about three years ago. Since COVID-19 has everybody stuck inside, we figured we'd record our conversations for anybody wanting to listen. Enjoy! Hey guys, it's Kaylin and Tabby again. What up, what up? <laughs> we have been back to work finally. Um, I took a two-week quarantine. Uh, me and my boyfriend both had upper respiratory infections. And um, at that point, we were just like, you know what? You know, if we can not, you know, we couldn't get tested for anything. So we were like, we're just going to stay inside for a couple weeks and just kind of leave it be like that. And went back to work and uh, the podcast kind of came second. <laughs> so... Yeah, unfortunately, life got in the way for a second. We were quarantined and bored, and now we're all back to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I uh, have quit my job, or my main source of income for the last almost decade. Nobody was nobody was helping me out. So instead of just sitting on my butt, and I was lucky enough to uh, get offered a job out of the absolute blue, that I get to possibly be an assistant manager uh, somewhere. So that's going to be cool. It's going to be a new experience. I'm getting better every day, but I still feel like the worst employee right now. I'm so used to knowing everything, and now I'm just... I don't know anything. <laughs> and and that comes at time. I mean, I've switched jobs on and off for, you know, so many years and it's it's always like the first couple first couple weeks are always weird and then, you know, you got to relearn everything. So, you'll get there. No worries. No worries. Yeah. I love it cuz there's only like four or five of us so like it, you know it's nice to know everybody right away and you kind of already get everybody's personalities and stuff so that's kind of cool that's awesome that's, yeah. that's a really instead good of, thing yeah instead of the 150 people that were in and out you never really learned anybody's name they just come and go <laughs> yeah and that's and to me it's crazy like I mean I still had the job like I couldn't imagine you you know I couldn't imagine being in your situation where like you just come in one day and they'll be like oh sorry you know go home there's nothing for you to do you know mm-hmm. yeah it was like literally like good luck Bye. That's awful. I mean, I understand that, you know, a lot of businesses, of course, like nobody expected this to happen, you know, no. and I mean, we should have, but I mean, that's, that's a whole other, well, we might as well delve into it. But, you know, I think when China, China is kind of shady to begin with, you know, if it wasn't for those whistleblowers that said anything about the coronavirus being as serious as it was, we would have never known. But then when yeah. they went on lockdown, when they went on lockdown, we should have been like, okay, you know, we kind of should probably take this kind of seriously. And, you know, and, and we did to a certain extent, you know, um, President Trump, like shut off all airlines and stuff like that over from China, which was great. But then as soon as Italy went into quarantine, I don't think the United States even took it as serious as it should have been. Um, oh, yeah. So it, and I think it, that's, it took forever like, for us to take action, I feel like. Mm hmm. Um, I know that down here in Florida, the governor, Governor DeSantis, um, he originally, when people, he was getting ridiculed and criticized really hardcore about why he didn't close down the beaches because now Southern Florida, like the Miami area and all that stuff, um, like the Miami-Dade County um, is just skyrocketing in coronavirus um, totals. And a lot of people were asking him that he was like, or people were asking him, they were like, why are you not um, closing down things? Like, why didn't you take this, this seriously? And he said, well, uh, President Trump didn't tell me to. And I was like, well, wait just a second. Like, re regardless, we're not going to make this political by any means, but regardless of what party you're in, you are the governor of your state. There's a reason that states have head people to make decisions like that because the federal and the states are most of the time, like, the laws are separate, you know? Like, the federal government has rules for everything, but the states are like, hey, we're not doing that. This is how we're going to do it instead. So, 
the fact that he is just was just being completely insane and waiting for somebody to tell him what to do when other states like Illinois were being proactive. Yeah, yeah, our governor, kind of disgusting. our governor is Pritzer, and although I do not agree with the most things he does, again, trying not to make this political, but it did seem like like we were all kind of making fun of it at first. I think I think the majority of people were like, "Oh, it's not that bad. It's just a flu, whatever." But it is, it's more than that. And uh, I, I even remember saying to my mom, like, once he shut down all the restaurants and stuff, I was like, I said the words, "He's just mad because everybody went out on St. Patrick's Day when he when they were told not." Right. And it's like. Like, well, I'm, and now looking back and I'm like, yeah, you idiots, you shouldn't have been out. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't right, absolutely partying in mass crowds and all that other stuff and going out to bars and stuff. And yeah, it, it's just a mess. But, but I mean, I'm glad he's taken, taken the precautions he has. I think we all could have taken it a little sooner, but I don't think anybody realized how drastic it was or how how much yeah how how nuts this was gonna get like at my work like you see everywhere you go into any place and they've got those big uh well at least up here they have they put up like big plastic things to like guard cashiers and stuff ours is a little wimpy but i'll take what i can get and everybody's wearing gloves and doing the mask thing and i mean honestly like everybody just wash your hands and <laughs> take care of yourself because i've stopped i've stopped looking at the numbers because they terrify me uh, yeah yep yep and and, and it's going to make me scared to go to work and i and i can't be sitting there terrified so the most i can do is bring my germex and stay behind that line don't get too close to people you know wash my hands every chance that i get and i'll go sanitize doors and all that stuff the counter you know some people just they'll they'll look at the little plastic thing we have in front of it and go oh that's so nice that you guys have it and then they'll put their hands on it it's like people spit when they talk man and now you're touching that like i don't know there's there's only so yeah. much we can do but it's like every unless everybody gets into this and says like hey we have to take this seriously don't go out if needed wash your hands all that stuff shower regularly <laughs> you know be more hygienic be a germaphobe for a second and maybe this will all blow over yeah and i just i don't know there's so many things that i think that everybody is going to learn from this i think this mm -hmm. is going to be um you know i think there's going to be a precedent sent from now on i mean Obviously, not all of us were alive during, you know, the Spanish influenza and all that with like the Great Depression and, you know, that time. So we didn't get to learn from that as much. But, you know, even like, you know, maybe one day you can teach, you know, your daughter be like, hey, you know, you should have like a preparedness for this just in case this happens. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, things that we can maybe teach more generations after us, you know, without being like a, a millennial boomer when we get older, you know, but. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm just I don't know. And even Florida, again, I know that Governor DeSantis, he um, he made this one this one rule or president or whatever that is. He said that, you know, you're going to stay at home, only essential things. And that's in grocery stores, gas stations, you know, healthcare workers, all that good stuff. But then uh, he didn't include churches in the essential ones. And I know a lot of people got really angry. So then what, uh -huh. he, did afterwards, what he did afterwards was he made a new clause after that saying that churches are essential. And, and again, like I'm not, you know, this isn't 
trying to like bash any religion because you do what makes you happy. You know, if religion is your thing, that's amazing. If it's not, that's okay too. You know, that's not a big deal. But what really pisses me off is the fact that all of these older people started congregating in these churches Mm -hmm. and then coming into grocery stores all nice and dandy after they were just out of, you know, out in the open with all these people and they can't just do it online. And, you know, I understand that I understand to a certain extent that, you know, that is your faith and that's something that you do every week, multiple times a week, but also people are not thinking about other people. And that really disgusts me. And the fact that we are making churches essential, churches themselves are not essential. Your faith is essential. You don't have to go to church in order to have faith or to worship your, you know, your God or whatever you believe in. And to me, it's really disgusting that we even made that a clause because you know everybody's coming into the grocery stores even like when I was grocery shopping it was on a Sunday unfortunately I had to do it um you know people were dressed up in their church clothes and nobody's paying attention nobody's you know standing trying to stand six feet away from each other nobody's wearing masks everybody's hugging each other it's like you know what I've had enough of this like everybody needs to lose their head and nobody's doing it yeah actually it's so funny that you brought that up but I was out cashing my very first check from this new job and I was in a, and I was at customer service and, um, I was trying to maintain my six feet. You know, they have the stickers on the floor pretty much anywhere you go or the tape or whatever that shows like roughly six feet. And I try to maintain that. And when I'm going past people, like, even if I have to get close to someone, I try not to even like breathe in their direction, you know, try to look away. Cause I don't have a mask. Um, all I can do, you know, I just try and stay away from people. And, uh, so yeah, it finally got to be my turn when I was up there, and the guy who was trying to help me cash my check got a phone call in the middle of it, and I don't know if it was, like, the camera people looking at him or management walking by and saw it or whatever, but he gets a phone call in the middle of taking care of me, and he's like, "You, this guy seemed like he had had the worst day already, like, and I sure, I'm sure every single time you talk to somebody that's working like you are in, like, places like that, it's, your day is just complete stress, and, uh, but yeah, he got this phone call, and it was, it was from someone saying, hey, you need to spread these people out, they're too close together. And this entire time I was in the line, I was trying to keep my six feet. You know, I, again, I see the stickers, you know, you, you put yourself there and you let other people and you try to give them the room when they're trying to walk back and be out of the line. Absolutely. But when I was at the line and he got that phone call, I turn around and there's there's at least eight, nine people behind me in this small area, like doesn't give a crap. They're, they're going to, they need to be in here. And it's like, yeah, everybody has business to conduct, but I don't care if this line has to be so long as to somebody's uh, people are out the door waiting because this is not safe. I already understand that like, this is a small area with not too many places to do these certain things. And Yeah. yeah, it just, it baffled me that like, I, here I am trying my hardest with the little bit of amount that I can, and it doesn't matter because they're gonna. There's always gonna be that person behind you that doesn't care or doesn't think exactly. about it. Like, uh, like I went to a dollar store recently, and they had. And when you get up to the register, they have the marks on it, like they have six feet apart, have a piece of tape on the floor, and I was maintaining that every time I, a person would go up, I'd go up to the next to the next little tape line or whatever. And then when when it got to be my turn to start putting stuff on the little conveyor belt thing for them to start scanning my shit. I turn around behind me and this lady is like basically on top of me. And I am not exaggerating. Like if I would have just leaned back, I would have touched her stuff. Like, Oh my God. Yeah. And it's like, come on, man. 
like people are so worried about like the national guard and stuff coming in and making sure this stuff's happening. It's like, yeah, because people like you can't listen. (laughs) Exactly. And, you know, and I know a lot of people too, um, a lot of people don't believe like in like big government and like hardcore rules because a lot of people are getting their, you know, they're getting their their rights taken away. And I understand that because that is scary. You know, that is something that's, again, this is not something that has been done before this. There's no precedent set for this. So we think that we're losing our rights and and we kind of are to a certain extent, but I think most of us just think, okay, it's going to get better. But a lot of people think that this is going to be something that's going to continue. And the more rights they take away, the more, you know, the more the government has control of us and everything. But I don't think those people realize, and maybe I'm just being naive. Maybe it's just me not seeing things before you know because you know me and you are both still pretty young and maybe we just haven't seen it before but also we need to listen to some of these people that are trying to tell us hey you need to stay inside uh you need to wear a mask um the fact that people are still bringing their entire fucking family inside to grocery stores fucking disgusts me i don't understand Uh and i me and you have me and you had talked about this at one point in time the fact that you know you were like well what about single single parents and stuff like that and to me i I still don't find that acceptable. Like there's always got to be somebody to watch your kid. But then again, I thought about that as soon as I said that was like, wait, we're supposed to be staying at home and not, you know, giving, you know, going to other people's houses and giving your kids to anybody else or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So I kind of thought about that, but I've seen people bring in like their entire family, like grown ass kids, you know, 13 and over and bring in like their six people families inside the store. Mm -hmm. And I just look at them and I'm like, you're the reason people are going to die. You were the reason. And uh, I don't know. I just, I don't understand it. The fact that people can't listen to at least, people can't think about anybody else other than themselves. And that's what upsets me more than anything. Right. Yeah. Like, and no, and I totally get where you're coming from when we're, when you're seeing these families come in, like, why isn't dad just sitting at home watching them? Or why isn't mom at home and dad at the grocery store or whatever, you know, if there is that dynamic there. And I, yeah, I've, I've been that single mom before where it's like, I have, first of all, like, you know, I only have money for bills and I don't have a money for sitter out outside of, you know, going to work. But now these people are I mean, there are certain people that are in this. I, I, I've been in a place where I haven't, uh, I don't have a sitter or whatever. And there's other times where, especially now, like your kid's not allowed to go to school. You know, you bring them to a grandparent mm-hmm. and, you know, that grandparent could get sick because of whatever you have or, but yeah, it's just, I completely understand that it's, it's, it's hard to be, it's hard to consider that as a, cause it's like there, you know, most times there's always a way to like keep kids at home. Like luckily I have my boyfriend that's, you know, willing to watch my child while I go to work and then I come home and I wash my hands and all that stuff and get all clean and change my clothes. And then I, then I, I have her while he goes to work and stuff. So I'm lucky enough for that. But you know, there's, there's moms out there that have lost their job. So they can't even pay a sitter to do, you know, to even keep their kid for 20 yeah. minutes so they can go run their errands. But I, I just hope those people that are that are stuck in those situations and only those people that are stuck in the situations, not the people that just refuse to not do so. But I just, you know, just be extra careful. You know, when you, if you're kidding, right. you, yeah. you, dust particles, you know, they happen. You know, you can get a little sneeze here and there. Sometimes I'll just be spraying for breeze and it'll make me sneeze. So like, make, be really adamant about either covering that kid's cough or whatever, uh, whether it be your sleeve, it doesn't matter. You know, you need to keep their germs contained too while you're out. 
And a lot of people, you know, I see kids constantly grabbing crap off shelves and all this other stuff and touching every, this and that and the other thing. And it's like, you're going to have to be extra, extra careful right now because it, it's it's not about you. First of all, it's about that child and it's about the old person that does have to go in there and get their own food or whatever. It's just, it's a big mess, man. It is. And uh, there better be a precedent after this <laughs> because this is a mess and it's a hot mess and you know, there's, there's so many people that are still don't have a job. And even like the, the stimulus package, which was, that was a hot mess just as well, just trying to get that passed in general. And then people, and you know, people started giving, getting their stimulus checks. And then um, it became a thing where everybody went to the grocery store and everybody Mm -hmm. is in the grocery stores being nasty again, you know, to get, it's so gross. And I just, and what makes me sad too, is that stimulus package is probably not going to help a lot of people. I mean, it's going to help people, don't get me wrong, but you know, even somebody I was talking to, they're like, the stimulus package is like 1200. And then, you know, my bills are like 2000. And I was like, holy shit, you know, there's still eight, uh-huh. you know, $800 that you can't get. Right. Um, I've been watching, there's this guy I like to watch. Um, his name's Dave Ramsey. Um, he is like a financial like expert type of guy. You know, he went from being super broke to being like a millionaire and he's trying to help other people. Like, you know, these, you know, these are, he does like a baby step plan and everything like that. He's on YouTube. He's great. Check him out. He, you know, somebody had basically called and said something about that being like, you know, the stimulus package is going to be this. And then, you know, what do I do about like my bills and everything? And he's like, look, he's like, you need to worry about your four things. He's like, need to worry about your, your house, your utilities, your food, and your, your car to get back and forth to work if you're working, you know? And he's like, nothing else matters. But, you know, a lot of people are getting these, like these rent issues being like, oh, like your rent or like your mortgage is being like forgiven for like three months. But then he's like, no, he's like, that's not what's happening. Those people still need to make money too. And they're going to get it however they can. What they're going to do is be like, hey, you don't have to pay for three months, but that fourth month it's all due. So, you know, pay, pay anything and everything that you can to make sure that, you know, and granted, some people can get extensions for, you know, electricity bills or cell phone bills or credit cards, you know, and all that good stuff, which is fantastic because a lot of people are going to need that. But again, it is just like that situation where if it's an extension, it's still got to be paid. So a lot of people are still screwed. And how do people fix that? Because, you know, as much as I like to think that, you know, I'm like financially set when this happened, I was like, holy shit, we don't have money. So, Mm -hmm. and that's, that's just a hot mess in itself. Like how are people going to pay for their things? Nobody really knows. How is it going to work out? What's going to crash next? You know, is the economy going to crash like hardcore? Like it did back, it was in the 1930s or 1920s. Yeah. Or or is it going to be a thing where people are just going to start hoarding money to where the dollar bill is not worth anything at all and people are, are not spending anything because they're too afraid that they're not going to have enough money? Yeah. Um. I have a question for you uh, yeah, go ahead. that I heard the other day and I kind of can't stop thinking about. Do you think once this is over and things start to open back up and everything, do you think handshakes and high fives are over? I think so. Um, I think to a certain extent, um, I think officials and stuff like that will still handshake. I, I think that's just kind of ingrained in a lot of, you know, uppers um, way of being. But I don't know. I can't tell you how many times at work, like someone would be like, hey, what's up? Instead of a high five, we're doing elbows. And I think that's going to be the new norm from now on. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. Or even if they're not over, I think everybody's going to be way more hesitant to do so. You know, like, like we might, you know, they might say we're out of the water, but maybe we're not out of the water or, you know, maybe this is the one person that still has it 
and isn't showing so you know i think it's always going to be in the back of people's minds i think so too and because the you know coronavirus like there's so many strands of coronavirus um i read an article that was saying that um they had tested a whole bunch of bats and stuff like that because corona the coronavirus did not start from bats just to make sure everybody knows because for a long time i thought that was true however coronavirus like bovine like bovine so like cows i do believe it's cows and possibly horses please don't count me on that one but they are there's a vaccine for coronavirus for like cows it's a thing you know it's a thing um and people are starting people were thinking that bats started it all bats do have coronavirus but also there are different strains of coronavirus than what is making us ill now like this is like covid19 you know it's just like um, like when everybody had the flu, there's like the general flu, and then there was like H1N1, you know, and sure. those are the scary ones. And um, just because bats have it doesn't mean, of course, you're going to get it transmitted or anything like that, because I don't think that they still have found any animal to human correlation with coronavirus other than what's already being done with cows. And I think cats too. I think cats also had something to do with coronavirus. Don't count me on that. But I mean, these bats are carrying like up to like eight different types of coronaviruses that are just normal for them. And then we have, you know, the ones that happened years ago, which was SARS and MERS and everything like that. And then COVID-19. So it's going to be around just like the flu. It's, it will always be around and everything, but this is such, (laughs) this is such a crazy ass virus that it is just fucking mutated into however, you know, however it's all fit at that time. Yeah. Um, I suggest anybody who wants to know more about, uh, coronavirus goes to, uh, honestly the H3 podcast. Um, they had somebody on there. He was an epidemiologist and, uh, his name's Eric something Eric Ding or something like that. I cannot remember, but he was, he was a man that, uh, when it was still going on in Wuhan, he was, he didn't have much of a following or anything. So he he didn't get across to a lot of people, but he had been saying for, since the beginning of this, like we need to take this seriously. And then had been, you know, been telling people as much as he possibly could, like you guys need, you know, this, this is more serious than you think. And, uh, but he went on the H3 podcast cause, uh, Ethan, who is the main guy on there, he uh, had been talking about him and watching his videos, and he got him on there. And basically, like he's he's got a lot of good answers. Um, it doesn't necessarily comfort you, but um, it's nice to just have one person that's been been there since the beginning, telling you like this, that, and the other thing. Because uh, of course. Yeah, and he, I know he said something along the lines of, like, you know, it's, I think he said, he's like, it's basically poop. He's like, it's people's, because that's how it, it can get transferred. And if you're not washing your hands and stuff after using the restroom or whatever, you're going to pass it, you know, or whatever. And, but yeah, I, I suggest anybody, it's like an, it's like almost two hour podcast, but they talk the entire time about this. And yeah, and he even says you know they're not entirely sure exactly where this strain came from and all this stuff but it's just amazing to hear him talk and really know what the hell he's talking about you know because everybody else are like us that are just like i don't know i heard this and that and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's yeah so anybody that wants to know about that listen to that guy because he knows what the fuck he's talking about i'll uh i'll put that podcast down in the description box for anybody that wants to know that way um uh, that way you guys can just, you know, click on that and be like, oh, hey, I need to check that out real quick. That way, you know, if that's the guy, then we need to listen to that guy. 
because we need to listen to this guy because he knows what the hell he's talking about. Yeah, exactly. I wonder if that's the guy because I had watched something um, on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Um, He was also talking to um, somebody that had actually predicted this outbreak of the coronavirus, like when when he was studying SARS and MERS or vice versa, how whichever one came first. Um, he had predicted that something like this was going to happen. Um, so oh. I don't know if it's the same guy or maybe a different guy. So I'll, I'll just put um, both of those podcasts down um, in the description. That way you guys can check them out. Maybe it's the same guy. Maybe it's not. I'll put that in the description box too. And if not, cool. We got two people that are telling us some good shit. So <laughs> Right. Yeah, they know. They've been to school. <laughs> like, <laughs> they know stuff. But yeah, I'd rather listen to an epidemiologist. Got the doctor's and, degrees. Yeah. They they know he's also a nutritionist. Um, but, uh, yeah, fancy. But yeah, we got a little sad on this one. I feel like, but everybody's talking about it. It's not like it's anything new anymore, right? But I mean, think about it though. Like, if we wouldn't, you know, if we would not have gone through that, we wouldn't have started this podcast. And again, this was something that we both wanted to do for a long time. So yeah, I mean, I. I can't, I mean, I'm sad and scared about it. Don't get me wrong, but I'm also not complaining hardcore. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and that's the whole thing too. Um, is like, I've been, I've been saying like, okay, well, you know, this is like the worst time of all time right now. It feels like, but also it got me out of a job that I felt very stuck in and felt like I was never going to get out of there. And even though this new job isn't, you know, everybody's ideal job, it is, it is better than I, what I had. And this forced me to basically have to quit my job and go find something else and, and I did it. I'm happy. So even though it is kind of scary working where I do because there is so much foot traffic, it's, yeah, it's nice to know that like, you know, I wasn't, I'm not stuck there anymore. I drive by the, the place I live two two minutes away from where I used to work and every, I still feel like I work there because, you know, no one's allowed back. So I'm, it's not even going to feel like I've actually quit that job until servers are going back yeah, to work. And, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, wait, no, I don't count. <laughs> it's like, whoop, never mind, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I just think that, yeah, I think it's a crazy ass time for everybody. But I mean, uh, again, I'm kind of glad that it happened because it got you, you know, out of a situation that you thought you were going to be stuck in. Um, plus, everybody's going to learn something regardless if it's... Um, good or bad you know and a lot of people started a lot new things like you know even like for us like I have I did so much more research like on podcasting and everything which started this to begin with but then I finally got us some new microphones so those are on the way of course Yay! much less potato maybe potato plus <laughs> but you know it's better potato plus dude I'm so excited for potato plus <laughs> but yeah and that and I kind of want to do like my own little podcast too but I haven't gone hardcore detail into that because I want to get the new microphone first because I want that one to be a little more fancy if you will like this is great I love this and I will continue to do this forever but there's some you know a couple other things that I want to kind of pursue in so yeah I'm down um, for that and I will and I will selfishly plug that podcast into this podcast whenever I make it official <laughs> just to let you guys know. as you should as you should <laughs> oh, well you got any cool stuff going on what have you been doing Kaylin what have you been dealing how have you been dealing with besides podcasting um, and you got any you doing any fun hobbies yeah taking more walks uh no not really I've been staying a lot more inside um been staying a lot more inside hanging out with the animals and um just you know going from work to home and not really going anywhere else I mean we bought some cool stuff of course you know those microphones I'm super excited about because those are going to be bitching um yes yeah. Um, so we have actually been rewatching The Office 
and that'll have something to do with a later episode hint hint um yeah <laughs> but so, so that's good fun so I can't I can't complain yeah I'm very excited about that <laughs> no uh no all I was gonna mention is uh my child my six-year-old who has started kindergarten and we just finally put her on the bus and everything and was really trying to let her be her own little person she's missing it man she's really missing school I don't I don't know how many other kids are missing school but of course mine's a kindergartner so she I, I swear she wears her backpack all day every other day um she keeps telling me you know we got a school and stuff so it just breaks my little heart to see her just like you know we're trying to keep her as active as possible and then you know we'll try to go outside but of course we're in a third floor apartment so we have no yard <laughs> so and you can't go to a park so it's kind of hard right now but I mean she's really good at entertaining herself and yeah so we're hoping Man. school gets back here real shortly I hope so I hope so for everybody but I again I want everybody to stay safe you know so yeah and, and that's so hard because you know again like I've watched her you know grow from not wanting to be away from you for too long to being like I'm going the fuck on this bus yeah and you're not gonna stop me you know <laughs> so oh yeah yeah she uh half the time half the time it's like do you even need me here like you know <laughs> uh, but it's like, yeah, I'm- I think she tried to I think it was like eight or nine o'clock at night and she has no concept of time. <laughs> so, uh, she got all dressed, but she got dressed and she, uh, she got her socks and her shoes on and her backpack on and everything. And then she came up to me and she's like, mommy, we got to go bye-bye to eat. And I was like, oh, buddy, like we, we, there is no bye-bye to eat. Like <laughs> there is nothing. So, uh, and she got very upset. So, um, in just, just to try and make her feel better, I was like, what can we do? What can we do? And she's always bugging me for a story and stuff. And most of the time I'll oblige, but if, uh, I'm in the middle of something, I'm like, you know, you're gonna have to give me a second and then we can read the story. So we sat down and we read like five or six books in a row. <laughs> Cause she's just so, so bored sometimes and like, man, paint and stuff, but there's only so much painting I can do when I don't want to go out for more paint stuff and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, if anybody has suggestions on things to do with your child with no yard and limited supplies, please tell me. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Yeah. I think that's, that's gotta be the hardest part. And of course, I mean, sometimes I forget that like people have children because you know, I don't have kids, so I'm just kind of oblivious to like the whole children aspect of it. And, you know, you'll say something, you'll be like, oh, you know, she's having a hard time today or she's wearing a backpack around the house. Or you said something that totally broke my heart, but it was so cute. Uh, You said that she was uh, talking to people through like your window and stuff like that, like trying to have a conversation with them. And I was like, that breaks my heart, but kudos for you for social distancing. (laughs) (laughs) There was uh, our neighbors also have a child or two. I don't know. Um, But... (laughs) They were outside and yeah, our window was open trying to get some fresh air into the, into the home. And all of a sudden, you know, she's just out, she's just looking out the window. Hi, hi, what's your name? You know, and just talking and stuff. And it's like, oh, you poor thing. Like, cause she has, she has no, you know, I have no other children. So it's, it's hard, you know, only child children right now have probably got it the worst cause they have no other kid to sit there and pick on or play with or whatever it's just all adults now and, <laughs> oh, and adults are no fun my god nobody wants to be around adults 
No, I'm bored all the time with them. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this whole thing has been an absolute mess. And I don't know. I just hope that everybody can, you know, continue to kind of social distance and please only go outside when necessary. And please, please. don't bring your whole fucking family into the goddamn <laughs> grocery store. Right. And and if you can't trust your partner or your husband or your wife to watch the kids at home, like after this is all done, you should probably leave them. That's just my advice. Or I mean, if you can't, like, send send your man or your woman to the grocery store, like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, you. there's some serious... And I think a lot of... The biggest people that... The next people that are going to be, like, even more in need are going to be fucking divorce lawyers. Like, <laughs> like, oh, man, dude. They're going to make hella money, dude. It's going to be so bad. Yeah. I can't I can't wait to see those stats here in the next couple of years and be like, oh, like, you know. Um, also, I do want to uh, give a quick shout out. Anybody that uh, may be in a domestic violence um, situation or anything, um, just letting you know that there are people that you can talk to and everything like that. There are places that you can call or text. Um, I'll put that description in the below too. I'll put that number or the website uh, in the description below. That way you guys can get some help and just know that it will, it will end. It will end and mm-hmm. uh, stay strong. Do everything you Hell can yeah. to stay strong. Oh yeah. But I think this basically wraps this one up. I mean, we knew this one wasn't going to be long or anything. So yeah, we just kind of wanted to do a catch up because it's been Longer than it should have, probably. Yeah, and I hope I hope soon we can maybe get on track, or maybe just do a couple podcasts in a row, you know, on a couple days or something, and just that way I can get everything edited and sent out and all that good stuff. So, yeah, but we will figure it out. <laughs> yes, we will eventually. <laughs> or maybe just do like out. one podcast, <laughs> or just do like one podcast a month. Be like, that's all you fuckers are getting. Like, you didn't like this right. to begin with, did you? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you thought it was going to get better? What the hell's your problem? Jesus Christ. It's potato plus quality. It's fucking... Well, it's about to be. <laughs> yeah. We haven't it's got perfect. the plus yet. We have not. Hopefully, I think it's arriving from Delaware here in the next week or so. So Delaware? <laughs> I like that. Delaware. It's so fancy. Sanitize um, that shit when you get it. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah, Santa. I got me some Purell. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going yeah. <laughs> to bleach it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't bleach everything. Make sure to dilute it too properly. Make sure you Google that shit because I don't Don't mix chemicals, you. y'all. Y'all, don't mix chemicals. <laughs> Wash your hands. Don't mix chemicals. Wash your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands. I love it. Dude, we should probably just start ending every podcast with just wash your, with fucking, wash your hands. fucking hands. I fully agree, yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up this podcast if you wash your fucking hands. Hell yeah. There's going to be at least two people on there. I'll be pissed. For real. <laughs> All right, man. This is great. I miss you a whole bunch. Oh, well, how, yes. Yeah. We social distance the best. We're states apart. Fuck everybody else. Huh. <laughs> 3,000 miles away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, I think that does it for this one. Woo-hoo. All right. I love it. And I love you. I love you too, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.